Now, back in the 90s, uh, the Lara Croft starring video game franchise, Tomb Raider, became uh, any colossus and um, ripe for exploitation for movies at a time when that was a, a new thing actually the the idea of making i mean they made the super mario brothers movie which is quite something if you've never seen it i remember bob hoskins talking about him and his co-star just used to drink a bottle of vodka every day because it was such a terrible film it was the only way they could get through it and uh, she was a very interesting character because she was both heralded and hounded uh, she was heralded for being this uh, very powerful, strong woman that was um, involved in puzzle solving. As the game was a lot, a lot of the game was about puzzle solving, and she was, you know, sort of gymnastic and jump from platform to platform and battle demons. And that side of it was all very lauded. And the fact that she wasn't, she didn't have a male bossing her around, or she wasn't working for someone. She was basically um, a. a, a, a I guess orphan child who was whose parents just so happened to be worth billions and billions of dollars and she had this big country estate and she used to go and find tombs and break into them and get artifacts and deal with you know curses and all of that um, and she was complained about as well for her physique her unnaturally Barbie doll physique and her looks and the sexuality of the character and all of that so it's an interesting character and ripe for exploitation by the movies which happened with um, Angelina Jolie in two films. And I didn't realise how badly they were received. I thought they were quite um, financially successful, though. Um, and Angelina exam exemplified the problems and amplified them by her own incredible looks and incredible figure, uh, which itself does look like somebody has put it together. How can that possibly be real? But it was her figure, obviously. And I thought she was excellent in that role. Uh, they might be awful films, but... They're not any worse than The Mummy or anything like that. So I didn't dis. I thought two was terrible. I didn't dislike one at all. I thought it was actually a pretty decent effort. And Daniel Craig shows up in those. So anyway, they did a couple of films. They were moderately successful at the box office and hounded by critics. And the look of Angelina didn't exactly... The thing about Angelina, and, and the reason why I side with the people that are pro-feminists on this, on, on that original version of it... Angelina never looks a victim on screen. She is always the most frightening character there. You would never mess with Angelina Jolie. Um, and the other side of it is the fact that she 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 inhabited her own body. She was she wasn't exactly you know she handled the sexuality of the role really really well without losing any agency at all. She was never a piece of fluff, and she was never presented. And you couldn't really believe that she was a piece of fluff, even if you wanted to, because. She can be quite scary. And she was also, I don't know what's happened to her acting career. It seems to have sort of faded away a bit. Maybe she's um, maybe she's been too involved in a lot of extracurricular activity, uh, mainly producing movies. I think she's done more of that and directing not very well a few movies as well. Um, but she hasn't sort of carried on that acting career. But by the time she played Laura Croft, she had actually won an acting Oscar, I think for Hell's Kitchen. So she was immediately sort of, she wasn't like, a, you know, a model in that role. She was a, a serious actress that just happened to look like that. So anyway, the years have gone by, the games have continued selling, and they've rebooted the whole thing as they do with everything now. And this time around, it looks to be an exercise in, in franchise building. Uh, the star is someone that I've liked in everything I've seen her in so far, Alice Vikander. Um, 
Alicia Vikander, sorry, who won an Oscar recently. I didn't see her in that film, but I liked her in the underappreciated... Um, What's that 1960s franchise they made into a movie with Guy... The only Guy Ritchie movie I actually have any time for. It's not The Avengers. Anyway, whatever that was, it died a death. But um, I've liked her in everything I've seen her in. She returns, and apparently the, re the reboot is more faithful to the video game. It's grittier and so on. The entirety of the plot is that, once again, she has lost her parents, or her dad at least, who vanished overseas, hunting down artefacts and was never seen again. And she has to take control of the estate. Uh, Kristen Scott Thomas is sort of egging her on. She's got to sign paperwork and, and take control of the, the estate. Otherwise, it goes into, I don't know, receivership or a company takes it over or something like that. And in the process of doing that, well, she's basically a bike courier in London. She's abandoned her wealth and the trappings of, you know, the life she could lead. She works as a bike courier, um, often skirmishing with the law and so on. But when she goes back to this sort of dilapidated mansion to to take control of this empire, and it's all very blandly done. It's, this is not even worth recounting it. But anyway, when she's there, she, she discovers some clues leading to, to the last place her father was seen alive – an island off of Hong Kong where he was searching for this ancient Japanese sorceress sort of thing. Um, and he'd vanished and was never seen again. So she then heads out to find out what happened to her dad. Um, the film itself, now what did I think of it? So they've tried, I mean, first of all, how does Alicia Vikander's Lara Croft compare with Angelina Jolie's they've made, they've chosen someone with a much more svelte athletic body this time to make it more realistic well Alicia Vikander is probably one of the best looking women on the face of the earth so I don't know if I can completely buy that whole thing she does look very athletic but she looks quite slight as well she looks like she'd be really small and I thought Angelina had a lot more sort of physicality about it. you can imagine her picking up a guy and throwing him across the room here not so much she's she seems a really small person um i found it to be incredibly bland as lara croft i thought angelina had that sort of you know almost like bond-like charisma when she played him when she played that character she had you know that look in her eye and so on this character is so bland so vanilla there isn't anything to it. I can't understand why people are, are praising her performance and saying it's gritty. I'm not blaming her entirely because, like, every single element of this film, the writing is banal, empty, completely vapid. Um, so there's not really much to her character. I'm sure she does a good job with what she's actually got to work with. Um, but the character itself is antiseptic. There's just nothing there at all. And she's by far the most interesting character in the film. Virtually all of the other characters in it are maybe it is very close to being an actual computer game. Um, there are a couple of better characters in it um, going through the cast. Dominic West's always pretty good. She pl he plays the dad, which is a big giveaway as he's supposed to be dead. I like Walter Gr Walton Groggins. He's always in. He's one of these guys that you watch any movie and he seems to prop up somewhere and you go i'd never know that guy's name but he's always about he's good uh, daniel Wu's the best one in it he's the um ship's captain that helps uh lara croft get to the the island he's he's one with a bit of spark and a, a lot of humor he's the interesting one 
And Christian Scott Thomas and Derek Jacobi are two famous actors that just aren't used. Um, the plot is appalling. It's so simplistic. It really is like a level in a computer game. There is just nothing to it. The other one had a bit more of that global gallivanting about it where you sort of got a sense of going around the world. This one feels very small. They sort of go to Hong Kong and then an island just off of Hong Kong. The end. And the, you know, the battles they have to fight are pretty much centred around one tomb, which isn't very big. The whole film feels very, very small, very limited in scope. Um, the plot points are as obvious, it's got paint by numbers in the Wikipedia <laughs> description as far as plot points go, and that's very true. There's nothing to this film, it's so slight. Um, I found myself sort of drifting off and thinking about other things while I was watching it and having to rewind, but there doesn't really anything happen. It's, it's sort of got the scope of, I don't know, an episode of MacGyver. Um, you could have even shortened it to probably the length of an episode of MacGyver because so little happens. And when they do find the, you know, the, the monstrous stuff at the end, it actually feels like it was made 10 years before the first one because so little happens. It has your obligatory jumping from podium to podium. It's almost like, you know, the golden child with Eddie Murphy. It's that sort of level. There's just nothing to it. There's no side characters that really mean anything. Um, the plot is very substandard. It's an obvious attempt to build a franchise world, which I don't think succeeded because it didn't make enough money uh, to, to break even, I don't think. And I'm really surprised by the lack of ambition here. If you're going to reboot something where you've got all of the groundwork laid, laid out for you over a franchise that's lasted 20 years in computer games, there's enough story and characters in there to, to generate something a bit more. Um, I thought this was worse than the Jolie films. I thought she was so bland. And so is the film. It's a very, very bland film. Um, there's not a lot. I, I mean, some of the cinematography is all right. But I just didn't walk away with anything. I gave Kong last year a 0 out of 10, which I rarely do. And the reason was because of the lack of ambition. It was so will this do. And this time around, I feel the same about um, Tomb Raider. It's, it's probably a little bit better than Kong, but I'm going to give Tomb Raider a 2 out of 10. And I really, really wouldn't bother. It's probably a lot... It's probably a lot narrower and smaller and worse than you actually think it is. So Tomb Raider, a 2 out of 10. And this is from... Where shall I put?